What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to The Booch Cast. This week, we got a very special treat for you guys, as we're going to be playing another classic interview for you guys here on The Booch Cast. But before I get into that and all the details, I do want to take this moment to apologize for the fact that we have not had any new episodes come out recently. Um, My schedule has been hectic as fuck, which is why I have not put out any NXT recaps. Elvis, I'm sure, has had a hectic schedule as well. He's also told me about some personal things he's been dealing with, but I won't reveal what they are. I'll let 
him decide whether or not he wants to talk about them when we uh, team back up again for a future episode. But I just want to take this moment to apologize to everybody for us not being on the ball. Um, a lot of sh- a lot of unexpected shit has come our way, but we are doing the best we can to put out episodes for you guys. That's why last week, or actually, it was I think it was like a week or two ago, I put out the uh, classic episode that I did with uh, the Patriot Del Wilkes. That was an interview conducted by myself and my client, aka wrestling legend Buff the Stuff Bagwell. Well, this week we have a different interview. Uh, it's not a wrestling interview, but uh, it's an interview with a very good friend of mine. If you are a avid fan of the Boochcast, if you've been following us since our inception, and if you've been a major follower since our time on Blog Talk Radio, all the way through SoundCloud, all the way to where we are now with Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, and Google Podcast, then you are very familiar with this individual. And we are going to be talking to the one and only Mr. Derek Shapiro. Now, this is a classic interview that we did um, a long, long time ago uh, in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> or people wish it was in a galaxy far, far away. But this was during an episode we did on SoundCloud that was divided into four parts. And the reason I did that was because before we started doing part ones and part twos on SoundCloud, um, Audacity was being a stubborn, pain-in-the-ass piece of shit for whatever reason. For some reason, Audacity would not let me blend all the segments together. So after a long time of struggling with the technical stuff, I finally just fucking snapped and just decided to air everything into four parts. So one part was the interview with Derek Shapiro. The other part was a review of the fourth season of Fuller House, which I will be posting at a later date here on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, and Google Podcast. Um, the other parts was an AEW recap I did with Elvis and a NXT recap that I did with Mr. John Tumblin and his fiance. Now, the AEW and NXT recaps from that episode, which was called A Hand to Hold On To, uh, those segments will not be here on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, and Google Podcast. I will not be uploading those. In fact, right before I hit the record button on this little intro I'm doing, I actually had just deleted them permanently from SoundCloud. And once I get this uploaded, by the time you're listening to this, the Derek Shapiro interview will be gone from SoundCloud as well. Because I figure with the time that I have right now, I am going to use this opportunity uh, that I'm not able to give you guys new episodes to put out classic episodes and slowly delete them from SoundCloud. As I mentioned before, we are transitioning permanently from SoundCloud. That's why even though you still see some SoundCloud episodes up there, you have not no- you have noticed there are no new episodes posted to SoundCloud because we are slowly but surely walking away from SoundCloud as far as getting these episodes down. So I decided to take this opportunity to give you guys this classic Derek Shapiro episode where we talk about his uh, movie Homeless Man that he was promoting. Uh, we talk about the uh, scandal with uh, Lori Loughlin, uh, as we all know, the uh, college admission scandal. We get into a little bit of that since uh, Fuller House was a major topic of the overall episode. We also talk about the uh, Thanksgiving replay of my documentary, Booch Eats a Car, which has now been converted to Booch and the Car, which you can find on YouTube. And, and then, of course, we talk about the creation of his character, Chucky Seymour, and the horrors of working on Black Friday, because at the time this episode came out, uh, Derek was still working at Walmart, and I was still working at Lowe's. So since we were both, um, you know, retail workers, or as we are now called during this pandemic, essential workers, we decided to talk a little bit about the struggles and the stress of Black 
Friday and the crap the general public puts us through. Now, I should warn you guys that I actually cut out uh, most of the intro from that A Hand to Hold On To episode and just went right into the intro I was doing with Derek. That's why it sounds a little weird when it cuts in. I don't think it's a big deal, but I just wanted to let you guys know. So sit back and enjoy as the Booch talks to the one and only Mr. Derek Shapiro. Usually, this is the part of the show where I either have something exciting to talk about or something annoying to talk about. Um, I'm usually happy and excited, or I'm just ranting and raving, and I'm happy to announce that this week is basically no different. I'm pretty much going to be doing the same thing. Uh, it's just that this time, I got somebody else joining me uh, for this particular opening segment. He is a internet radio personality. He is a independent filmmaker. And if you listen to the Boochcast, you know he can be a monumental pain in my ass. Uh, he's got this big he's got his big movie, Homeless Man, coming out. And hope you guys will check it out on the movie internet channel and we're gonna hear more about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Boochcast, the one, the only, Mr. Derek Shapiro. Yes, thank you, Vinny Bucci. And uh, I just can't believe I'm on the same episode as Full of House Season 4 Review. I mean, that's astonishing in itself because, you know, I mean, I have a Full of House connection because I interviewed back in the day uh, Dave Coulier in Atlanta and yes. Candace Cannon Bure. And back in the day before uh, I did movies and, and radio, my dad took me to Boston from Rhode Island to meet Jody Sweden. Okay. And then this past year, I tried to do some coverage on Lori Laughlin. And uh, when she did the uh, scandal at Boston Courthouse, and I was saying, Lori, Lori, you know, and my voice made it onto some other news things, you know? So, speaking of the scandal and everything, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you feel about the whole thing? Because obviously, I think it's safe to say she's not going to be on the fifth season, which is airing this Friday at the time that uh, they're listening to this. This coming Friday on Netflix, they're going to be showing the first half of the final season. And I think it's safe to say Aunt Becky is not present in the season and I know a little bit about this scandal apparently it's some kind of college admission scam kind of thing I have I've, it's been so long ago I haven't read right. too much about it uh what are your thoughts on the whole issue I just think that you should scam your way into trying to get your kids into college but I get why she did it she loves the kids you know and yeah. as a parent you try to do the best thing for your kids and maybe she didn't realize it you know um if she's guilty maybe she should pay a fine. I don't know about going to jail because that harsh. I mean, if she goes to jail, she should go to jail for three years, you know? Maybe, yeah. you know, do community service, do something, but she doesn't deserve to go in jail with the other people. I mean, she, I mean, if any jail time is deserved, maybe a few months, but I just say community service and teach other people and maybe she should just teach her course of acting or whatever, you know what I'm saying? On business, because she's a good businesswoman, you know? So, because she's a producer maybe do free acting classes for people let her do f- her services for free. That's how I think she should repay the debt. I yeah. can agree with you on that. I definitely think that she deserves some type of punishment. She does not deserve to walk off scot-free for this. And, you know, while you want to do your best to, to help your kids, at the same time, you're defrauding a college campus. And exactly. you're taking that opportunity away from kids who actually are qualified to go and deserve to go. And especially if your kid doesn't even want to go to the college. Like, I don't even know, exactly. I think some of these kids didn't even want go, but they were forcing them to go anyway because they feel like it's going to better their lives or get them better jobs and things like that and I feel like she definitely deserves some level of punishment and I definitely think that having to teach a free course 
I think would be a lot uh, crazier of a punishment because I think nothing pisses off a celebrity than being forced to work for free. I think that, yeah, rich people hate having to do shit for free. They say they like it, but they don't. And I think the punishment has to fit the crime. I think she should deserve to go to jail for like years and years at end, okay? Yeah. Because she can be a good debt to, uh, to society. She could do well afterwards. I think, you know, she is a good person at heart. I don't think she meant any harm. And someone I read an article recently that she really didn't mean harm to do anybody. I mean, did really anybody really get hurt out of that process? You know, maybe some people didn't get in because of that. But do really people lose lives? Do people get hurt? You know, if people got hurt, then I would see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I saw an article. Did people really get hurt? No. People yeah. really did, did not get hurt out of the process. Exactly. She's so not. The punishment has to fit the crime. Yeah. She's not a hardened criminal, but at the same time, she doesn't deserve, like I said, she doesn't deserve to walk away from this scot free right. either. Uh, there has to be a punishment for this. She, there's no exactly. way she deserves to be like, oh, I'm not guilty. Nothing's gonna happen. And I don't. And I think that a fine is not strong enough because again, she's a celebrity. She's rich. Fines are too good for them. That's why exactly. I usually when they get in trouble, they're fine. If they do have to pay a fine, rarely it's always an outrageous amount of money. That even you're kind of going, wow, that's a bit much. But you realize it's because they're celebrities and the number needs to hurt them. If you or me paying a three hundred dollar fine for something that hits home because three hundred dollars is a lot. Three hundred dollars is a lot of money for you. It's a lot of money for me. It's not a lot of money for yeah. Lori. Three hundred dollars is is like her kid's allowance probably. Exactly. So, so maybe so, she should pay somebody to go to college. Maybe she should get kids into college and scholarship them. You know what I'm saying? That would be a good punishment. Puts money back into the school. Exactly. exactly. Now that, see, now we're thinking, why aren't we judges? <laughs> we just solved the problem right there. Meanwhile, they're going to sit through this long-ass freaking trial and listen to all these stories. Meanwhile, we just wrap the fucking thing up. <laughs> there you go. We just wrap this whole damn thing up. Now, speaking of um debts to society and, and things like that, of course, Derek, you got your movie, uh, Homeless. Is it Homeless Man or just Homeless? Homeless Man. Homeless Man. And I, I just want to say, you know, having you in the movie, okay? You've been in every movie of mine, and your character is astonishing in the movie. And I just want to say, before I go into more Homeless Man, I just want to say congratulations to Daytime Final League. I, I just heard that recently um, um, you are on a marathon for Daytime Final League and for uh, Bucci Takar on, on the line for DelSwim.com. I mean, hello. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I really want to. I want to talk about homeless man. Do you mind if I say some one one thing real quick? Sure. Yeah, and we'll get to homeless man in a second. I don't want to make this. I don't want to make this all about me, but I got I got to address this for a moment. Um, sure. Uh, the, some of you might be wondering why I went crazy on social media the day before Thanksgiving, and that was because I didn't know they were doing that until like that Wednesday afternoon. I got a text right. message from the head of Adult Swim giving me a heads up saying, "Hey, we're doing a DFL marathon, and then we're gonna air your documentary at midnight." I was excited because everybody's been asking for the replay of Booch Eats a Car. And, you know, people have been begging for it since March. So I put the message out there and people, and the DFL Marathon was fantastic. They showed all 30 episodes, all 15 from season one, all 15 from season two. But then there was this pause. Right. Now, for some reason, I don't know if one of the shows ended earlier, but by the time it got to midnight, they were on the final episode of DFL still. They were still wrapping that one up. So, after that ends, there was this long pause. They had this DFL still frame up, and there was a picture of a chicken and a picture of a horse. Really? 
Yeah, and I think this was something from the early... There was an early demo reel of DFL that came out long before I auditioned for it years ago. And I guess somebody put that up there, and we're all kind of sitting there, and I could see in the chat room, because I was hanging... I was playing around with some of the guys in the chat room, like, making them wonder, is it me? Is it not me? Is it me? Is it not me? And um, eventually, I, I admitted it was me. And I was having fun. Just if anybody says something nice about the booch, I would put something in there, and they say, like, are you the booch? I'm like... Some say it is so, some say it is not. And I would just play with him. I was trying to be funny. So, anyway, and I see this happening, and I go, oh, crap. And now everyone's messaging me, like, where's the documentary? Where's the documentary? Why isn't it playing? And this went on, and this was up there for a good 10 minutes. Right. And I could see in the chat room, people were starting to walk away. I, I, I'm texting the head of Adult Swim. I texted Max, one of the producers. And I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And then as soon as I sent the message to Max, within five minutes, the documentary came up. Oh, wow. So, there was a, I had to go back. That's why you, when you see the tweets and Facebook messages, I said, there was a delay but it's on now like boom because I put it out there as soon as the final episode ended because I thought it was going to air and then there was like 15 minutes of this still frame of a horse and a chicken sometimes that happens I'm like good thing you texted the head of Adult Swim because they probably had a glitch in the system you know what I'm saying yeah which which that could happen you know I mean mean, believe you me I mean that happened to me in a similar situation to a cable thing and and, and, you know I have a cable show so I I was texting and they said they were having a glitch and it's going to be fixed the next time every time I don't know this happens you but every time I, I i get the situation fixed they fix it they have respect for me and they must have respect for you it seems like you know what i'm saying oh they do because, because we're putting the word out there and and, and 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 not because they don't like us but because they have a glitch in the system or whatever and they fix it absolutely yeah. adult swim has been very very good to me and i've said that right. before they told me that the eat a car documentary uh they call it a special on adult swim i call it a documentary they call it a special but sure. that's that's their term for it but it's one of the highest if not the highest highest rated special in the website's history. One of the top, most popular documentaries. Now, of course, it has its fans and it has its haters, and the haters made themselves very known. Uh, sure. I had some fun with them. Um, but then, but it was crazy because it got up there because it was there at midnight because I know how badly people wanted to see it. And, of course, Derek, you make a, you make a, a, a cameo appearance in this documentary. Um, no, I don't think so. You do. You're in. Remember, remember okay, Derek, remember, remember when I made the announcement that I was eating the car? You remember, right? Yes. And yes. you and you asked to interview and you wanted to interview me about it on your show. Yes. Parts of your interview made it into the documentary. Oh, because you're in this. I thought you said originally that I did not make the documentary. Some other interview was in it. If I did say that, then I must have missed it. But yeah, I your interview was in there. Uh, and then there was one from uh, Joey Wenzler, who I do the Mail Survivor moment with. Uh, Larry makes an appearance in the documentary. Um, uh, former Atlanta Falcon Bob Whitfield uh, from the Atlanta Falcons. He was also on Real Housewives of Atlanta. He was married to one of the women on there. And uh, archives up someplace. Is it on VinnieTheBooch.com? It's not up there right now. See, the thing is, is that uh, they haven't archived it yet. But they're showing replays of it uh, from time to time. Oh, because, okay, because when we talked off air, because, you know, I know how the editing thing works. I, have, I had to edit out certain people out of my movies or whatnot or TV stations. And, and, and I thought a long time ago, um, um, you said um, um, they the could have made it, but then it didn't make the edit, one of my interviews, huh? I thought it didn't, or that we, or that wasn't going to go in there. But then I found out later that it did. And I guess I forgot, wow. to, I guess I forgot to mention that to you, and I apologize to you for that. Um, wow. But yes, you did... You you did make it in. Uh, oh, you were in there. In 
Yeah, because it, it, there's a moment where it shows the media picking up the story of me eating the car. So right. you interviewed me, Joey Wensler yeah. interviewed me, Larry Wax yeah. interviewed me, and Bob Whitfield was part of the regular guy's show when we were on the sports station. So wow. that scene's in there. Uh, you see Bob's face, but you only you, you hear Larry's voice, but you only see his hand because he's holding the picture and he hands me the picture, which uh, Larry's completely fine with that. We've talked about that um, off right. air. Plus, Larry has his rep- the reputation now for being Atlanta as number one movie extra so having a role like that is fine for him so he's not he was he he was he was too busy being happy for me and the success that that documentary gave me so we were wow. so yeah and then so of course there's that and then it has 11 alive where I'm on there with Joe Flo and there's Vinny yeah. Politan and uh the two other people and the two other co-hosts and they're having things to say about it but yeah so it shows that scene where the media picks up story so you you were in there when does the media come into it? Like, um, um, how many minutes into the documentary? Um, I have to say about an hour in. An hour in. Okay. Yeah. Hour in. So how long is the documentary? Um, it's about 80 minutes. It's about an hour and 20. Hour and 20. So, so people can re-see this again eventually, huh? Oh, yes. I'm sure there's going to be another replay. If they had told me more in advance they were going to play it midnight on Thanksgiving, I would have promoted the shit out of it. You know me. I would have, wow. I would have, I would have called into your show. I would have, I would have called into Bailey and Sal. Southside, I would have called into the Von Hessler doctrine. I would try to get on Steve, Southside's podcast, Tim Andrews' podcast, wow. Larry's podcast. I'd have promoted the shit out of it if I knew in advance, but I did not find out until Wednesday afternoon, like almost around like 5:45 at night, when Matt texted me, and then that's when I put the I went on Facebook Live around 6 p.m. on Wednesday, yes, and, and I and yes, I put the word out about the documentary because I wanted people to know, hey, here's your chance to see Booch eat a car, and then I went online, I saw the lineup that's where you see that picture I posted on uh, Facebook where it has uh, the DFL marathon and then Bucci to car right underneath it because I wanted people to check it out I even put adultswim.com I embedded it the streaming service onto my website so you could have gone to my website to see it too that's why I put my link out there because you because I was trying to put adultswim.com and then of course Derek you have to go in there and go Vinny the boots.com is better well, yes. uh, well, well, also I was putting a thing on. I was telling I was telling people too I was saying that actually at midnight I'm saying given uh, the homeless man did debut, right? I was saying, don't go on to homeless man until you see Booch eats a car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I was even saying that because... Uh, I'm humbled. Yeah. I'm flattered. So th- uh, well, I, uh, thank you. Well, I, I debuted at midnight. I mean, I, mean, I was putting on your, on your comments. I was trying to get some of your comment followers to watch homeless man because you're in it. I yeah. want people to see Brad. It, your character, Brad, is, is a very humble guy. I mean, people know you and me. We're comedy people. Yeah. And even, even Joe Bag. Uh, Aka um, um, Ed, um, um, he's, he does a lot of comedies in the movies, and but you all did a serious part, and we all did a serious part in the homeless man movie. Well, I think we've done serious I, parts before, you know. Yeah, I, I think I, I, like I think there was yeah. the one where um, I played your brother, and you, I can't remember the name of the movie. Dying. Dying, yeah, it was dying. Figured I should have remembered that because uh, I'm about to say what the movie's about. So dying would have been the indication. But so your 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 character was dying of cancer, and then I'm um, no, and then not you... really not just dying of mystery disease back in the day. Okay. And- yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't reveal it. I want to. Uh, I leave a lot of. Okay, so it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily cancer. It was something. Okay. It's a disease, and I, I in all my movies, I like to have a like a audience interaction, and they can figure out sometimes. I let the audience figure out what it is. I mean, it could be cancer, could be something else, could have been AIDS, could have been this one. But I don't really wanted to do 
uh, to, to knock a disease or do it. Yeah. So I, I didn't really name that. And, 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 okay. You know, but. Okay. No, I, 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 okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't cancer. I, I, I retract my previous statement. But the point <laughs> is, the point what I'm trying to say is, so we're in that scene and it's where, um, you're coming to me for forgiveness because apparently we were in business together and then it went under and you left me with the debt and just took off. And yes. we had this yes. bad blood for years. And yes. I, I remember I kept complaining, not, not on camera obviously but while yes. I felt weird because like you had the camera set up and we were sitting in an awkward way and I remember arguing with you like dude this feels weird like this is not gonna I don't feel like this is gonna work and that was the one time um you and I not I wouldn't say I'm not gonna say argue because that's too strong a word but yeah. I will say we had a debate over this because yeah. we don't really argue we debate and yes, we do and, and we're good debaters yes we're master debaters and we're so so we're having this conversation and we're, and we're debating over this and I remember like I'm thinking like this is weird I don't think we should sit like this and you're like don't worry the camera's gonna work and when you know who won the pony that it, it filmed very well in that angle I did. You, I, I did. so you knew what you were, I, I will give you credit you as crazy as some of these movies are you know what you're doing I do. I mean, I mean, sometimes it doesn't come out as good as, as expected. Sometimes it comes out better. Um, um, I mean, I've done enough movies where I have the thing in my head, and especially with the serious movie of Homeless Man, I knew the direction where I want to go to. Um, I'm, of, of course, there's a, there's a, there are two known, I don't know if there's two, maybe one and a half mistakes in Homeless Man. Um, I'll I just tell you what it is, lines of spelling. Um, if you can get past the spelling in this, in this serious movie, then this movie will be very good to watch okay um at the end of the movie there could be a mistake but then again it may not be a mistake because you may figure out that he may be um it may make sense at the end which i left the mistake in um which maybe it's not a mistake at all i'll let i'll let it um be up to the um person who's watching it but that being said homeless man is very great acting by you because you know my character cliff hemmingsworth i i i, I did a character called cliff hemmingsworth like a kind of a rich name like you would hear like a, a Newport Mansion like like the um, um, the Hemingsworth you know I wanted to do it like a rich name to that if you will you know and because I wanted to show people that even if people have a rich name or a prestigious name they can fall on hard times and Hemingsworth does that sound like a rich name yes it really does yes so I picked Cliff Hemingsworth as a name so people would know that even if you have a rich name you could get fired by your job and my character did get fired by a job and uh you know when my character got fired um he uh you know he had to go to a homeless shelter he had to talk to his son his son played by my own son river and i'm telling you my son river was 12 last year taping this he's 13 now we really did some great acting back and forth and and like there was one scene where i had to tell his character named wilson his name is wilson in the movie um you know i'll get to send you to your honor uncle's house because dad is having some difficult times and uh you know, i don't want you to be homeless but for me you know i'm too proud for them to help me out i want to send you there and i and the person who I told was your character. The reason why my son wasn't there. And so I, I tell the reason in the movie why my son is not homeless, you know? Yeah. But, but my character is. And um, we just have some good things. And, and, and River played a good, sad son. Say, oh, I don't want you to leave, Dad. And it was just so... It's even in the trailer, you know? It's, it's, it's kind of sad to see Cliff talking to his son saying, you know, I got to leave you to your uncle's house. Dad is doesn't have enough money to maybe to pay rent in the future he got his haircut but that could be the last haircut for a while um, um and then i show um, me going to 
to the unemployment office, and Evans A. Daryllis, who does poetry, um, um, and 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 who who's on my cable show a lot, he, he plays the person in the um, which one call it? He plays the person in the unemployment office, the intake, and he played that part very good. And uh, then you get Dylan Schneider. You'll see Dylan Schneider on VinnieTheBooch.com a lot on my show because I put a lot of my shows on VinnieTheBooch.com. So Dylan Schneider plays the part of um, of uh, repoing Cliff's car very good, you know. And then who plays your business partner in the movie? Does you, you're Brad, and you befriend me by like you see me outside of the uh, Chinese restaurant, and then you ask me to come in. You bought Cliff's food, your character Brad. So you befriend me by g- giving me a job, but Cliff did not take the job right away because he got the uh, call from the repo guy played by. Dylan Schneider and Dylan Schneider had a repo Cliff's car but then you you know you get the business partner who actually ultimately gives Cliff the job which is played by James Buddy Love Herring who's been in a lot of movies he's like the Morgan Freeman of my movies you know yeah and uh, a lot of great acting and then of course you get Serenity Rose who has a small part but a significant role the beginning scene she sees a story of this homeless story um, of, um, of this um, homeless report played by Romero who's on a morning Boston um, a radio show who's been in three of my movies. So you get a lot of great acting in this movie, Homeless Man. And if you can appreciate um, this time of year, seeing it around Thanksgiving, Christmas, you'll get a good message out of it, but you get a silver lining at the end of the movie. I promise you guys. Okay. Well, I, you don't have to give away what the silver lining is. Obviously, we want people to check the movie out, but I was curious, you know, what inspired you to create a movie about a homeless guy? Where, where did this idea come from? Well, you know, I, I always been involved in the Walk for Hunger, and that's where I taped Romero, um, who, who, who makes his, his cameo. Um, I always um, was involved in um, the homeless. I went to um, your hometown of Philly back in the day, and there was this guy named, um, back in the day before, you know, I was a teenager, and this guy named Trevor. Um, if you look up Google Trevor's place, uh, Trevor um, started this thing for the homeless, and uh, I remember just seeing it with my group I was with back in the day when I was a teenager, and mesmerized by what I saw and uh, he, I remember there was a book that came out but he, I met his father Trevor and there was a true story about this on, on TV and Trevor um, was going down the road with his dad and said I, I gotta do more for the homeless and you know when I used to live in Atlanta full time I mean I remember distinctively people would come up to me and say Derek oh no no mister mister could you get me a food could you get me um, Chinese food could you get me a burger with fries and a drink a lot of people were specific in Atlanta on the streets in downtown Atlanta. Can you get me this whole meal like for $10? You give me a whole Chinese meal. You know, if people uh, ask for money, I would not necessarily give them money, but if people ask for a meal, I'll take the time to get the pizza, drink, whatever, you know, if they want it, you know what I'm saying, if they need it. Um, and, and, and doing the work for hunger, people are hungry in Massachusetts. Some of my friends are homeless. I lived in my car for one or two nights or three nights or a week before because going through separation. Even if you live in a car for one day, you're homeless a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been to the extent of homeless as my character, but I have friends that have got food from the soup kitchen, have been to the um, um, food pantry. So I'm honoring all those people who are homeless or even one day they had to sleep in the car. People get separated from their wives. People get separated from their husbands. People need to sleep in the car for some reason. I, and I think even if you sleep in your car for one or two nights, if you have to, you're homeless for one or two nights. Uh, do you agree with that, Vinny? I think it depends on the situation. Like correct, if you're correct. like if you're sleeping in your car because you're on a road trip. No. You're not you're not homeless. you're not homeless because I've no, I've no, had no. situations where um I've slept in my car um 
for example, usually if I've been on a, like when I was driving to uh, Sarasota, Florida, uh, yeah. I was I was doing a comedy gig out there. I slept at a rest stop because I drove the night before. Then I woke up and checked into the hotel. So I had a hotel to stay in. Then as I was driving back, I found myself getting really tired. So I stayed at a rest stop, slept for a couple hours, got back up and drove back to Georgia. And by the time I got back, I had to go right to work. So I drove right into work, had my got my changed into my work clothes, walked right in, clocked in, started my day. And then of course my buddies uh, called uh, Jamie and Conrad. They called me up to make sure I made it back okay. But I've had situations where I came home from uh, I had to come home from a wrestling show and I drove all the way to Lowe's, coming back from right. South Carolina all the way to Lowe's, slept in my car for a couple hours because I because by the time I got home I wouldn't have had any time to get sleep anyway. So I figured let me get here, I'll get more sleep and then go to work and all that shit. So exactly. so in those situations I I wouldn't consider I wouldn't have considered myself to be homeless. But if you know if you if you it basically this if you're sleeping in your car and you have no home to go to then I would consider you to be homeless. Like Steve Harvey tells a story all the time about how he lived in a car for three years while he was pursuing his, his, his dream of being a, a comedian. Well, see, when I was separated from, um, 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 you know, or, or um, I remember, um, like, I was trying to save money on a home, but I, I could have went all the way to Rhode Island to sleep at my parents' house, but my job was here in Massachusetts, right? Yeah. And then I, I could have got a hotel room for X amount of time, X amount of things, but it would have cost me too much money. Exactly. <clears throat> so, uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll, but again, I wasn't homeless to the extent. If I really wanted to, I could I could have dished out money because I, I save a lot of money, and I, you know I could have dished out money. But the thing is, I mean, I could have went to Rhode Island every night to sleep at my parents' house for a little bit. But the thing is, I chose to do this situation. I wasn't homeless to the extent as my character, Cliff Hemingsworth, or some other yeah. people. Because I know some other people have slept in homeless shelters. Some I've, of my cast members have been homeless who has been in my movies. You know what I'm saying? I know at least to, I know at least one guy who's done that. Yeah, I mean, not to the extent of my character. My character really lost his car. You know, Cliff Hemingsworth, my character, lost his car. Um, I mean, I mean, one of my good friends says, are you homeless? I said, no, this is only a trailer. You know what I'm saying? If I could affect her and, 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 and she was sad just because she saw the trailer, I must have did a good job in the trailer by making people sad. That's my attention. Hello, if you want to watch a good touching movie... Um, and, and I gotta admit, you know, I saw um, a beautiful day in the neighborhood with my son River um, on uh, thing. Saw the movie uh, Harriet, or Harriet Tubman. Okay. Yeah. You know, I gotta say, Homeless Man is up there in that caliber of those movies. It's a serious movie. If you could get away from my singing part, I, I, I do the singing in my movies. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I do, I do do the serious, you know. I But a lot, my mom loves the song. I'm, I'm doing the song Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins, okay? Featuring River, okay? And River is singing the song, Just Think About It. He's doing the hook. I heard it. I remember okay. listening to it. Uh, yeah, I, yes. I, I listened to that, and I. Well, Derek, I obviously I want to put over the uh, the homeless man. I want I highly recommend everybody go watch Homeless Man. It's on the movie internet channel and the youtube.com. But Derek, a singer yes. you are not. Well, you a know, singer you funny. are not. I've only seen you do like maybe one or two songs really right. good. The rest of the right. a singer you are not. Well, well, I gotta admit, I, I, I may have sent you the first version before, but I don't know if you heard the, the latest version. But the latest version, uh, my mom really loves it. I don't know because River's in it, but the, the latest version, I don't know if you heard the one without River, but the, the second one you, is River in it. Did you hear the one with River in it? I think I did. Okay. There's I might not have heard the one with River. I do remember, I remember hearing you sing, and I just remember going, oh dear God, help me. Yes, okay. Well, 
that one was a bad. The one that I, I, I taped two versions of it. Maybe I didn't send you the second one. I mean, I mean, I mean, I already got close to 100 views on the song itself with uh, Phil, Con- you know, with River feature River, and then and then of course Evans A. Darrellis and Dylan Schneider does the poetry of homelessness. They did a great job in that. And then um, of course I do the uh, remake of uh, Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Yes, I I also know. Um, uh, well, the thing is, I the, when it comes to your singing, one of the few, one of the few songs that you've done that I actually like is yeah. when you and Chucky Seymour did "Can't Hurry Love." And oh yes, "Can't Hurry Love." Yes, because yes, yes, yes. before Lowe started playing Christmas songs, and I want to go into a certain topic here in a second about that. Um, sure. they, before they got into the Christmas music, they were playing you know regular songs, and I would hear on the intercom can't the act the actual singers singing can't hurry love and anytime i hear it i just picture you as either as yourself or as chucky seymour that's all i'm oh, thinking yes. when the, i can't think of anything else <laughs> when i hear that song it, it, other, wow. than Ch- other than chucky seymour trying to sing can't hurry love which i will admit was great that that was one that was that was just because it's hilarious because you I, it's one chucky seymour is like it's like a character that you really brought to light that's like it's it's like you are to chucky seymour what jim varney was to ernest p Worrell and what Paul Rubin was to Pee Wee Herman. Like, that's your, that's your Ernest. That's your Pee Wee, is Chucky Seymour. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, I'm honored about that. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I do a, uh, Chucky Seymour's coming back with the reality show again in 2020. Uh, the, the Chucky Seymour has a reality show on the DSSTVstation.com, which I, I, I just finished up rapping in the, I always tape him in the summertime. And uh, that character took a life of his own. I mean, I mean, people ask me, is going to be a no, no lips, no teeth part four ever? And right now, I'm just, I'm just doing the reality show with Chucky Seymour, you know, just of him go, just doing some things, and I play music afterwards, and and, and that's something in 2020. I'll, I'll bring him back uh, for the third season of the Chucky Seymour reality show, you know. Awesome. So, uh, what can fans expect in uh, season three? Um, um, just to him just doing some just crazy stuff. I mean, him, oh, him interacting with Dylan Schneider's family, him acting with uh, him interacting with Evans A. Darylis. I mean. You know, he really comes out to life, and he uh, introduces different stuff. You know, if I can't introduce different stuff, he introduces it. And and Chucky Seymour is just a really phenomenal character. I mean, he's up there with Danny Libby. Um, he's up there with, of course, Todd Schultz, who passed away and dying. And he's up there with with Cliff Hemingsworth, who uh, in this new movie, Homelessness. You know, yeah. And, and he's he's up there with Brad, your character. I mean, I'm just very proud of your acting because because just seeing you act. It's phenomenal. I mean, just acting with you. I just love acting with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and, and the times we have off camera and on camera. I mean, I mean, it's just priceless. Really. It's yeah. priceless. You know. Um, and I just want to give a, a, um, another plug because me and you are going to be. Um, I, I know every year I do this. I always announce this on your on, on the Boochcast, but every year I do the DSS TV station New Year's Eve thing from nine o'clock till two o'clock in the morning. Every year you come on my New Year's Eve show, right? Yes, I've I've uh, done the New Year's Eve show. Every year, um, I've had I, I I've had good why. times with it. I've had bad times with it. Well, I don't know why. I think we get more views than Ryan Seacrest on Rock and Eve, right? That's because we're entertaining and he's not. Yes, uh, and you always make appearance on the Movie Internet Channel where a homeless man is. You always make appearance every New Year's Day. We do the uh, top uh, movies of the year. Okay? Yeah. So, so on January first, of course, because I'm not going to be on your show anymore after this for this year, you know. Yes, because so, you got two more episodes coming, and then right. and then we're off for the holidays but right. I'll, so I'll definitely plug first. but I, I i promise you i'll plug the uh the new year's eve countdown during the other two shows i'll, I'll yes, make an effort to put them in i I'll, I'll let you know right now uh, i'm gonna break yeah. the fourth wall
Paul here for a second here on the Boochcast. Um, yeah. You're not going to hear it during the Fuller House recap because I've already taped that. So, yeah. But when I do the AEW and the NXT wrestling recap, I'll, I'll make sure to plug that one more time that we're doing the New Year's Eve countdown. Sure. So you won't hear during the Fuller House. It's the New Year's Eve bash, but the countdown is the on New Year's Day is the movie countdown. Yeah. Okay. They're they're two days away from each other. It's not like I'm only off by one day. That is a 9 a.m. in the morning, the movie internet channel one. Yeah. And then 9 o'clock at night on New Year's Eve does the New Year's Eve bash. Sure. So we we always have fun at... And you always seem tired the day afterwards because it is the day afterwards, so you always seem tired from the New Year's Eve bash for some reason. Oh, I'm <laughs> always tired, man. It's it's I'm a workhorse, man. You know that. It's why I got those. Exactly. It's why it's why I got that. It's why I have that Boots 365 thing that I'm doing right now with. Um, sure. That's why, like, you know, I used to have, like, you know, like, like you know how my company used to be called Bucci Enterprises? Yes! I've now, it's the name, we've, we've gone through a name change recently. Um, due to the success of my, uh, recent t-shirt sales, we're now calling it Boots 365 Entertainment. I'm now Boots... Really? So instead of Boots 316, which I was doing for a while, I'm now doing Booch 365. That's my new, uh, thing. Look, anyway, on the t-shirt, uh, uh, um, um, I think you should have, if you don't have it, you should have VinnyTheBooch.com on it, you know? Um, I'm um, sure I'll make a Vinny the Booch Boots.com, something like that, like that kind of t-shirt at a later date. But this is a really special, like that I do. Like I, ha- I actually have hoodies for sale right now. Um, really? Yeah, I'll send you the I'll send you the link if you want to. I'll send you the link if you want to promote it. Yes, but well, I, I, I definitely know that um, um, the thing is I saw your advertisement for the yes. for the sweatshirts and the and the, and the hoodies. And yes, I think you do the a hoodies. Phenomenal job. Yeah, it's got Boots 365, and on the back I put says I just ate your car. Wow, and that, that is. That's a phenomenon. <laughs> That's one. And then the second one is Pizza Baby from DFL. So it says Pizza Baby, and then I did something really, really cool, but also kind of controversial. But I think people but people have enjoyed it. It's where it has like two slices of pizza in the center of the shirt in yep. the shape of a heart. And then right on the corner is a is, is a feet like a baby type fetus. And what right. I did is it has the umbilical cord going right up to the tip of the pizza as if the pizza is being fed to the baby through the umbilical cord. That's how that's how babies yep. eat in the womb. So now that is great. That is, that that is something outside the pizza box. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I love it. And on the back, I put Booch Nation on the back of it because that's what I started calling my fan base after DFL. And then, of course, Elvis, who uh, is here on the Boochcast, he coined the phrase Boochcast Nation on the last uh, Instagram video that we did. So we got a bunch of new stuff going on that if you want to promote it, man, we'd appreciate it. Sure. Um, but one thing I want to get into right now, uh, I was saying this uh, before. Uh, by the way, Vinny, what's your favorite kind of pizza? Mine is olive. Fair. That's fair. Um, I'm more of a plain cheese kind of guy for the most part. But okay. when it comes to Domino's, and yes. they're not paying me to say this, but I wish they could because I need the money. Um, they I've gotten the Philly cheesesteak pizza from them, and it's delicious. Yep. Sometimes I'll get like chicken and bacon. I've tried yep. that on pizza, and it's really good because I'm not. But I, in general, I'm not really much of a high toppings kind of guy, and I think the Hawaiian pizza is an abomination. Um, well, uh, well that's uh, because you're from Philly. I mean, hello, Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get oh, it. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> shout out to shout out to my main man Gino. Uh, so we got um. But one thing I want to talk about here on the show, and I was talking about this sure. earlier, uh, Derek. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that we do. We're both. Right. One thing. We, one thing we have in common is we both do radio. Yep. Uh, we both act in movies. Um, yes. We both. Um, we're both comedic in our own way. But yes, one thing we also have in common is we both um, make a, a bulk of our living, and I can say that here on the show, in the quote-unquote glamorous world of retail. And I say that 
with pure sarcasm. And yes. uh, I, of course, work at Lowe's. You, of course, yes. are at Walmart. Yes. So I have to ask you, um, at the time we're taping this, uh, Derek just wrapped up a shift. Um, I had just got I got home around 3.30, 4 o'clock-ish. Um, and then, But I had to take a nap before I agreed to do this interview with Derek because I, I needed a rest. I was going insane. Um, but anyway, at the time that we're taping this, Black Friday has come and gone. Derek, I have to ask yes. you. Yes. Black Friday was a living hell for me. How was it for you? It was a living hell for me, too. Because, <laughs> because, because, because of course, I had to do my radio show in the morning time. I, 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 um, see, where I work is in, is in Saugus, Massachusetts. So I, I'm coming from my parents' house, and I'm up by 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I had to, you know, take a shower. I want to be refreshed before work. And then I punch in. But the best part of the day was getting the free food from um, th- that they provide us. Do they provide you free food at, at Lowe's? Sometimes. Uh, there was some free food in there, but by the time I got to it, it was pretty much all gone. Uh, plus, yeah. I went out, plus I went out to Wendy's for lunch because I had to stop at CVS and uh, pick up some, like, orange and stuff because I've had a bit of a toothache problem for the last couple days and sure. so I got this Oragel stuff that works pretty well um, I also got this um, enamel this like special like toothpaste that when you brush with it it can like it strengthens your, your teeth it's right. new like it's like this it says enamel I'm gonna pretend I, I, but I'm gonna be honest I'm not I'm not a dental person I don't know exactly what the fuck that means I just know that it makes your teeth better that's the extent of my knowledge I have no sure. idea what an enamel is I probably never will uh, I don't want to take the time to learn it because I'm not a dentist um Sure. I'm sure if I ever have Britt Baker on the show, I'll tell her what that means. And wrestling fans out there, you'll get that joke. Because um, she's a she's a female wrestler who's also a dentist. So her gimmick is she's a dentist. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. She's a de- She literally got certified as a dentist, which to me I think is brilliant. Because if God forbid her something happens where she can't wrestle anymore, she at least can go out and get a job. You know what I mean? Sure. Like she can't. She doesn't have to worry about most wrestlers that are like uh, limping into high school gyms and shit. Oh, I mean, right. probably get in trouble for that, but whatever. Uh, my point is, <laughs> it's true. But my point, is, nothing wrong with that. I I ring announce in high school gyms. It ain't that big a deal. But what I'm trying exactly. to say is, what I'm trying to say is, um, like I, I was asking because you know Black Friday. It's just a nightmare, and uh, and I don't know what it is about Black Friday that makes people go insane. Like, I I mean, here's the weird thing. Like, did Walmart do anything crazy with, like, coupons or something? I don't even follow that. I I, I really don't. I mean, mean, I'm a cashier. Yeah. And I do carts. And I I think you're a cashier at Lowe's, right? Yes. And I I do carts occasionally as well. In fact, at one point towards the end of my shift, they asked me to go out and get carts. And I was so, dude, I was so stressed out that when my boss told me I can go get carts, I hugged him. I hugged him and I was like crying tears of joy because it was such a nightmare. Here's the thing. Usually, like like today I had to be at work at 6 in the morning. Me too. Me too. So when I – now I don't know what it's like at Walmart, but at, at the Lowe's I work at, when I show up to work at like 5.45 or in this case 6 a.m., Lowe's is a ghost town for three hours. From 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., it is pretty much dead quiet in there. The only people that come in are the occasional regulars, like, um, you know, uh, you know, usually it's like, usually it's usually it's some Mexicans that are getting ready to go there to work the early shifts and everything. Sometimes they're contractors or the occasional people who need to be there early to get the supplies they need for their for their actual morning jobs. But most of the time, it's dead quiet. I walked up to Lowe's. The doors were wide open. Two managers were dressed as Christmas elves. 
There was a table with another, with the actual store manager dressed as a Christmas elf. I walked in. Kristen is behind the customer service counter. You know Kristen. And I looked at Kristen and I was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And she's like, don't ask. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, it, like they took Black Friday home to the level, and they were handing out these coupons that, like, there was, like, a scratch-off thing where you could get a $500 gift card. <laughs> what? Surprise, surprise, nobody got the gift card today. Um, every single one of them says, sorry, you didn't get it, which I, 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 re- I refuse to believe those things are real. Like, you're, I, I, there, I, is there some kind of law where at least one person has to win? Well, I, th- I think Do you know anything about this? Yeah, I, I think they really just, they don't really have a winner. They don't tell us a winner so they can actually save the money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just do that to entice us, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just, I knew it. I, I'm, I'm convinced it's a scam. Uh, yeah, well, like, okay, to win the car at the mall, how come I never really won the car? Does anybody really win the car at the mall? No, okay? You know? Well, if there's a um, draw, if there's a, I think if there's like a drawing or something, but if they do something like where it's like a scratch-off thing, probably not. But like, usually with the cars in the mall, they have something where you put your hand on the car, and as long as you keep your hand on the car and you're the last one standing, you usually get the car. That, that's exactly. kind of how they usually do the contest like that. So if they're doing something like that, by law, they have to give you the car. Because yeah. you, you sign waivers and release exactly. forms and shit like that. So they have something signed that says you're getting this car if you win. So you can sue them in that regard. But in this case, you can't because you don't know for sure. Right. If you don't know for sure because for all you know, when you leave the store, somebody else might come in and get that $500 card. But anyway, they, exactly. one of them had a 10 It was like, this, is what, this is what the coupon said, okay? It was yep. $10 off if you spend 50 bucks or more. So we had customers sending fifty bucks or more. I there were some cases where I would scan the coupon, I hit total, and it wouldn't change. Really? Yeah. So of course I'm explaining to the cus- the customers. Of course, it's Black Friday, so you can guess how friendly they are. Not too friendly. Yes, <laughs> and you can guess how I respond to that. Right. Well, Derek, see- would you like to take a guess on how on exactly. how do I, now, Derek? How do I respond to unfriendly customers? What, what would you think? I would do. You would normally uh, just like look the other way, or you would actually say, "Okay, pl- um, you would say something to them and say, okay, 'Okay, I'm a worker here. Can you please be treating me with, with with respect?'" Yeah, I'm not taking any shit. Um, <laughs> they, and here's the thing: I think that I give, and I, I got a theory because I see a lot of cashiers and stuff that get yelled at by customers, but I yes. notice it never happens to me. And I have a theory: I think the vibe that I give unintentionally is, yes. I think I have a don't fuck with me kind of vibe when I'm there because I don't because here's the thing this is how I am at the register. If you speak to me, I speak to you. You don't speak to me, I'm not going to speak to you until it's time exactly. to throw up the sale. I'm not, I'll, I'll talk to you, but I, it's one, It's kind of like that, you, you seen Good Will Hunting? Yes. You remember that scene when um, Matt Damon and Robin Williams would have those therapy sessions where they wouldn't say anything and they'd be silent yes. the whole time for weeks and weeks and weeks until finally yes. Matt Damon broke and started talking? Yes. And there was a moment where I think the other guy, I can't remember his name, but it was Robin, it was Robin Williams' character's like friend. They the guy, the math guy, yes. and he was saying, um, you know, what is it, some kind of schoolyard game where you guys are doing a stare-off? And Rob Williams said, yes, and I can't talk first. <laughs> I that's, remember that. Yes. That's how I am at the register. I can't talk first. Well, I can't you know do what? it. But, so anyway, I deal with this. I get I get on the phone, and Kristen has Kristen and I go way back to Home Depot. Yep. She was the one that got me the job at Lowe's. Really? Yes. When I, when I finally snapped and quit Home Depot, I called Kristen immediately and put in an application. I got an interview. Kristen, I, I said, recommended the place. They went to Kristen. She put me over because, you know, Kristen, and, Kristen will admit, Vinny might not always be the most, might not always be a social butterfly, but he's the hardest working guy here, and if you ask him to do a job, the job will get done and she wasn't wrong and you know what she wasn't wrong 
Because I, I, I am a little antisocial at times, but anytime my boss has asked me to do something, even if it's a boss I argue with constantly, anytime they ask me to do something, it gets done. I do the job every time. So I call Kristen. I'll let you talk a minute. I call Kristen. She answered. I said, I need an MOD to register seven now. She goes, okay, hung up the phone. Kristen knew exactly what I meant when I said now. She knew that's code for, I, I got to get somebody down there or if it's about to pop. So she gets the nearest person. She runs down there. I must have called this poor woman like seven times because apparently these coupons apply to certain items, but not others. But it doesn't tell you on the back. It says, and it says on the back, not, some items may not apply, but they don't tell you what the items are. So you don't know if the person goes up to the register saying so they get mad. They're yelling at me because they think I have the list and I don't have the list. Exactly. We're finding this out together, and then I gotta call this person seven times, and I did. And here's the thing: I'll get, and I'll give this one, I'll give this uh, lady credit. Uh, I won't say her name, but she came a running. <laughs> Right. When I said <laughs> MOD, oh, she ran. <laughs> well, well, I can only do two things. Yeah. First of all, um, 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 one of the people from customer service that works there, she dressed up as an elf too on my job today. There was only <laughs> one person. And second of all, um, 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 one of my projects that I'm coming out in 2020, um, ha- I'm, I'm actually having a cup of water as I'm speaking to you because my throat was kind of dry from all the all the day's actions today. Yeah. But um, but um, uh, another thing, I have. The Robin Williams bench with Matt Damon and 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 and, and uh, um, what Robin Williams sat on yeah. in Go Hunting. I have that in one of my projects, and you're in that project coming up in 2020. Oh, uh, that's all I gotta say. So okay, uh, <clears throat> yes. Uh, all I gotta say is it's a documentary that I've been working on for many years. You know what I'm talking about. I know uh, a little bit about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about it here, or do you want to talk about it here, or no? No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about it because it's just too much. Uh, sure. Uh, I, 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 sure. But again. That's something we can look forward to in 2020. That you're related to a project that has the bench, actually. That Robin Williams sat on it with Matt Damon. It's good while hunting. So. And, it, and it's a great scene. It's yeah, so powerful. Like, yes. like, I remember on Inside the Actor Studio, they played that scene when they talked about Robin Williams and Good Will Hunting, which is the one and only movie he ever won an Oscar for when I think there were so many others he could have got one yes. for as well. Not that he not that he didn't deserve the one for Good Will Hunting, because he did. Yeah. But it, it actually kind of makes me laugh, because right. it's also, to my knowledge, the only Oscars Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have, but it's only for writing. <laughs> Well, <laughs> they don't have acting Oscars. It's for writing a script. It was wow. like it was like Goodwill Hunting. They peaked. Well, 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 Robert Williams won for for best supporting actor. He did. He did. I, and, I said that. And 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 one thing I, I gotta say: imagine if some some but someday somebody says. I want to go to that bench where Derek and Vinny did that scene for Dying, or I want to go to that table where Derek and Vinny did that scene for Homeless Homeless Man, you know? Because we do have some great dialogue in our movies, too. We really do. And and I can admit, I mean, mean, we're actually serious, you know? And and, and actually, one of of them, I was just seeing one of the, um, my old movies, with you and Jerry in it, and Pastor Harris. You were at your kitchen kitchen counter okay there was one of the serious scenes for pastor harris back in the day i was just seeing it with my son and uh, i sometimes i don't even watch my movies because um, i'm so many years later because i get so tired of watching all my work because it just makes me tired 
are watching my work because I do so many things and just subconsciously, I don't know if this happens to you, but I can't watch a lot of my own work. Like, because, I, because, because, I, because I get so tired of knowing all the stuff I do. Okay. Well, I think it's the fact that uh, for me, like if it's a project that I physically put to, like, like if I was like, if I filmed and edited something, then it's hard for me to watch because I've already watched it a hundred times trying to get the scene right. But right. It, even what, what things I do in general, like even when I was watching um the the documentary replay on Adult Swim because I was at home it was midnight so I watched it and there were certain scenes that just for me personally they were hard for me to look at because I this is the thing about me and I don't know if you're the same way but I'm my worst critic so there's certain scenes that every that people will be like that's awesome that's awesome and I'll and I'll watch it back and go man I could have done that so differently or god why did I stutter so much and like sure. you know because it's a documentary so they're not they, they're gonna keep the stuttering stuff in there because it's real exactly. and that's kind of the catch 22 with making a documentary and I think you might have learned this with the documentary that you're making is there's two factors you gotta put in there one you're capturing real moments and real time so you you want it to be as real as you can and raw as you can but at the same right. time you're also making a movie and telling a story so you got to blend exactly. you got to blend those two things together and do that that's why there were certain scenes that in the documentary that got cut out because even though they were great scenes yeah. they didn't contribute to the story wow and that's why wow. i wasn't 100 certain that your interview was going to make the cut and right. when it did yeah. and but at the last second when we sat down it did because Cole Castle uh, was the guy who did the editing for the documentary, and then he would show me stuff he put together, and we would look at it, and then I would, and we would go, okay, because they would like, because because Cole is a master. Uh, cinema director, cinematographer, and everything. Him and Chad Crowley both directed it. But like the School of Humans were very instrumental in helping me make this look as professional as possible. That's why I asked them to be to, to help me with it. And Cole was great at the editing, and well, he really showed it to me. What? Well, well, well Kuda, uh, congratulations again on that because you know, and, and to Adult Swim because this is phenomenal, and 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 I'm just so happy of your success because I know that uh, you work hard at what you're doing, you know. And I think that's why we we've been friends all all this time because no matter what I respect your hard work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of of the retailing and the radio and TV and acting end because when it all comes down to it, we're both doing a lot of the same stuff. You know? Absolutely. We might not agree all the time, which that's normal for family. Because right now, I mean, I'm like the brother. <laughs> you never want it. <laughs> but. but but what's fascinating, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm, I, you're interviewing me right now, and I had to walk in from the car to the inside a restaurant, and what, what's just phenomenal right now is that I'm watching SmackDown Live on Fox, hey, while you're interviewing me. Wow! <laughs> No, 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 no! It's just on the it's on the bar over here, and Roman Reigns is talking. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, oh, the, the bright side is depending on how long we keep talking, I'll know when the new day shows up. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Because that's that's the best story. Because uh, I'll I'll tell this story real quick for those of you who may not know uh, about. This is why it's funny that Derek's watching wrestling in a bar right now. Um, a long time ago when I was doing the show on Blob Talk Radio, um, we had Derek uh, was in town uh, filming his movies. He was here in Georgia, and I told him I was going to have him on after the wrestling segment because Desmond was also coming in, and Desmond and I talk wrestling and everything else. So I said, well, because I know get, D- Derek doesn't watch wrestling, but he goes, no, I don't mind sitting in for it. I'm like, are you sure? He goes, yeah. I said, I'm watching the pay per view 
tonight. So Derek swings by the house. Uh, and we're sitting down and we're watching, I think it was the Roadblock show. It was a special pay-per-view event. And The New Day comes out. And of course, at the time, The New Day was, and they still are baby faces. So when they would come out, the crowd would go, New Day rocks, New Day rocks. So Derek got so hyped into it. We started doing New Day Rocks, and Desmond at the time hated the New Day. Yes. So he got really annoyed when we did that. But I remember that was the one takeaway you got from that pay-per-view was New Day Rocks. And now no. Derek says it to me all the time. River God says it to me all the time. And so now Derek's become a fan of like the New Day. So to see hear you watching wrestling is awesome. Now, now, now I'm, I, I can't hear that anything because I'm not a good wrestler. Because my throat was really bothering me from the cold or whatnot, and I don't know what you know. My throat. I had to take a drink of water. So I took a cup of water. But it, I don't see any, any, any. I don't hear anything. But King Corbin is speaking to Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah, King Corbin. Right now, now uh, for some reason I like King Corbin. Okay. Why? Why do you like King Corbin? Because he's he's saying some shit to um, Roman Reigns right now. I don't know what shit he's saying. Okay, but for some reason he, I like his style. I'm, I might not like his um, what he's saying probably, but his style is out there. He has a gold shirt that says Corbin on it. You know, then then Roman Reigns is wearing his normal Leo outfit. He's all sweaty with the beard. You know. In the long hair, you know, he's trying to stick up for himself. I could see this, you know, but I don't need to hear what he's saying. This is all silent, okay? But if I could guess, he's, he's sticking up for himself. But King Corbin looks like he's a million bucks while Roman Reigns, okay, he's all sweaty, you know? I mean, King Corbin's wearing a crown right now with some fur. Uh, if people can't appreciate what he's wearing with the gold chain, am I wrong? Um, I, I think so. I know that uh, the thing about Corbin is the fact that he won uh, the King of the Ring. A few months yes. ago. So he's now dressed like he's got like the he's kind of looking like a Game of Thrones kind of character. Like that's how they're yes. making the king outfit yes. look like. And of course, um, I know that this is the this is the SmackDown since Survivor Series, and SmackDown won the it was it was Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT in a five on five on five elimination match, triple threat, and Team SmackDown won the match, and Roman won the match for his team. So wow. that could be what they're arguing about. <laughs> wow, that is pretty good. And, and it was, it's funny because I'm at the bar and tennis is on on the left-hand side and Roman and, 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 and King Corbin is on on the right-hand side. So you get tennis... <laughs> You get wrestling. Tennis. Tennis. Oh my God. Yes. Why? Just why? I do like I do like tennis back in the day when like John McEnroe used to get mad. You know. Oh God. Yes. No. 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 Not John McEnroe. No. No. Yeah. John McEnroe. He used to get mad. Yeah. Yeah. And and then and then when 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 Andre, what's his name? Um. Um. Used to um was married to Brooke Shields. What's his name? Yeah. John McEnroe used to get mad. And then Andre Agassi was married to Brooke Shields, and then and then of course he um, he married Steffi Graf. Okay, I mean that that was phenomenal. How Andre Agassi married an actress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's how much tennis got to be wrestling. When, when John McEnroe slammed the racket down. Seriously, I wanted to see John McEnroe as a wrestler, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I think that he yeah. would... Well, just because based on his personality alone, he would have done well. And that's why a lot of certain... Um, 
you know, celebrities or certain wrestlers, uh, certain people get into it. Like, for example, at WrestleMania 14, which we talked about, uh, Gator and I reviewed this a few weeks ago on the Boochcast. Yeah. Mike Tyson was part of WrestleMania that year. This is right around really? the time that he was suspended from boxing over the Holyfield ear thing. So, uh, oh, obviously, Robert Tyson. Robert Roode. Robert yes. Roode? Robert Roode, He's yeah. Good. He's good too. Now, also, you'll be a good wrestler. Antonio Brown will be a good wrestler. Oh yeah, he would. He would. I, 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 I mean, I mean, he'll get a lot of haters at that, but I think he'll be good in the WWE, right? Wouldn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, Ronda Rousey uh, came to the, transferred to WWE. Yes. I, I think it'll be good to see see John McEnroe, um, um, Antonio Brown, and I think eventually, if I retire from this business, maybe Derek Shapiro. And yes. WWE, you could always be. I could see you being like a manager or having a show on the network. Ooh, that that that'd be cool. Just like we we should. I, I, I could picture me like getting a wrestling show. You know, me getting more involved. You know what I'm saying? But like my stick will only be new day rocks. You know what I'm saying? That'd be my stick. You know? Well, <laughs> I believe actually uh, on the day that this ep- this episode comes out, I believe uh, the new day is actually starting their own podcast. Really? Yeah, you might want to download it. Check it out. See, now that'll be a good thing. I will try to interview. We should try to interview New Day Rocks together and do an exclusive Booch and Chap uh, reunion by interviewing um, interviewing um, New um, New Day Rocks. What do you think? I think it'd be awesome. I would love the That'd opportunity awesome. to interview uh, the New Day. I know um, I know that uh, John Tumblin, who's my NXT correspondent, he's met um, Xavier Woods. Right. You know, wow. so I mean, so I know that he, I know we got at least got him uh, coming in. And, and of course, The Rock used to be in wrestling. And The Rock, I, I got to yes. admit, I was, yeah, yeah. I was in the movies again on, on, on Thanksgiving and I saw The Rock with Jack Black and the new Jumanji Part 2. So, see, seeing The Rock and, uh, uh, you know, The Rock has a good sense of humor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and and even though I'm from Boston, the, uh, the wrestling guy from Boston, um, you know, uh, who was actor with Mark Wahlberg, I can't think of his name, you know, but I'm uh, having a brain fire right now, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Um, even he's a good, he has, he's a funny actor too, you know. Um, what's his name, Booch? I can't think of his name. Who who are we talking um, about? The wrestler from Boston, who's an actor now. Um, John um, Cena. John Cena. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, um John Cena. He, he he has a good sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I saw him in Boston, my God, I would love to you know get to hang out with John Cena, hang out with The Rock. They're the coolest people I've always hang out with. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, you know John <laughs> Cena and The Rock. Who who would you pick to be your BFF, John Cena or The Rock? <laughs> John Cena or The Rock? Wow, yes. that was just that's a tough one. Uh, I have to I say. I mean, obviously, The Rock is the most successful because he's had the most movies uh, right. come out, and also he's been big at the box office. But uh, John Cena is definitely close. I mean, yeah, John, he's... Cena, yeah, John Cena because well, he lives right in the Boston area, you know, too. I think still. So, yeah, know? I mean, and plus, uh, him and The Rock had one of the biggest uh, WrestleMania, big time WrestleMania main events of all time. They they main evented WrestleMania twice, and um, they're just they're now like it's weird. these were two people in WWE who in the ring and out of the ring. Legitimately hated each other years right. ago, and now they're the best of friends. 
So, uh, and, but they haven't done a movie yet together, so they I haven't like to seen them do a movie. The closest thing they've done is that I think um, Cena did a movie. I can't remember what it was that The Rock executive produced. But as wow. far as them acting on screen together, that has not happened yet. But they're thinking that it might happen because obviously they're making a Fast and Furious Nine, yep. and Cena's supposed to be in that. Now See, The Rock's not in it because at the time they filmed that, he was doing the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yes, but okay, there's Hobbs talk. Yes, yes. But there's talk that there could be a Fast and Furious 10, and if so, that could have Cena and The Rock in it. Well, I was even thinking a few uh, a few weeks ago, even um, I haven't told you this, but I would like to feature somebody in my movie eventually that I don't necessarily get along with that you're friends with, you know, uh, and you know who, and uh, I would love to get him in one of my in one of my projects, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think that might happen eventually, but but I, I would it would have to happen if you're in the scene with him or you're doing a phone call scene with him. That's the only way he'll probably be in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it has to be a, a very good scene that's the only way he'll do it you know what i'm saying exactly you know so so i won't necessarily i won't call it out but i won't necessarily it's in the back but but i won't call it out of the realm you know what i'm saying yeah because you know i could potentially i could see that happening you know what i'm saying um um and you know who i'm talking about right You know? Yeah. But anyway, um, Vinny, I want to say have a happy holiday season, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know? Happy ho- happy holiday season to you too. And of course, uh, make sure you guys check out Homeless Man. Go to movieinternetchannel.yolosite.com and uh, go to the YouTube, dot YouTube uh, Movie Internet Channel, YouTube channel. Uh, type in Homeless Man, Derek Shapiro. Uh, make sure you check it out. And Derek, uh, thanks so much, man, for uh, joining me uh, this week here on the Boochcast. And um, it's it's been a pleasure, man. And I definitely look forward to uh, checking out I look forward to watching Homeless Man myself and um, yes. make sure you guys check out the uh, New Year's Eve New Year's Day countdowns take, that'll take place uh, later this year uh, I, where will those be? Well again the New Year's Eve thing is going to be on the DSSTVStation.com 9pm on uh, December 31st and New Year's Day on the movie internet channel DiaOlosa.com will be our countdown at 9 o'clock in the morning so uh, the Homeless Man is playing right now so and then of course I'm every day 6 to 9 on the VinnieTheBooch.com and right after dshop and monavidiabooch.com ears re ears the boochcast rerun show you know from youtube you know and i love the, the the one you um did with the arrow or something it was an arrow um youtube thing you did yes that was myself and um Z- and uh the woken soulish ginger uh zach yes. scott we did the season five of arrow and then recently desmond and i did gotham which is up there yeah, right because- now after I'm done with the whole 115, I recycle again and go back to number one. But then after I'm done with like 115 episodes on YouTube of the Boochcast rerun show, I go to the Arrow. And then uh, the, the, then when this airs, it's going to be like number one, number two of the YouTube going back to the rerun. And that airs right after D-Shop on VinnieTheBooch.com. So I, I'm very grateful to be out of VinnieTheBooch.com now. How many years now have I been on your website now for? Like three, two years now? Uh, yeah, about two, three years. And, yeah, um, so I'm, I'm very privileged because you know VinnieTheBooch.com. I mean, I just I just think you're doing very good stuff on there. And VinnieTheBooch.com is just a great website, and I, I just love to be part of that too. So I, I really appreciate what you're doing too for that. So thank you very much. You know, and I, I always thank you at the end of the movie, VinnieTheBooch.com. You, you, you you're tremendous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that means a lot, Derek, and I really appreciate that. And um, sure. Once again, I'm glad to uh, have you here on the show. Check out Homeless Man, and we'll definitely uh, talk again. Thank you. All right. All right. 
right, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was my interview with my good buddy, Mr. Derek Shapiro. Now, normally this is the part of the show where I would tell you guys to go check out his movie, Homeless Man. Unfortunately, Derek Shapiro had an incident where his YouTube channels were deleted. I don't know if they, I can't remember if they got hacked or if YouTube just simply took them down, but for whatever reason, uh, Derek's YouTube channels got messed up. I know he's in the process of fixing them. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to upload uh, his movies back up or not, because I think he neglected to save them, which I think I told him was a stupid fucking thing to do, was not save them, but whatever. My point is, uh, unfortunately, I can't plug anything for Derek right now, except to uh, check out DerekShapiroShow.com, and also go to VinnyTheBooch.com for his uh, D-Shap in the morning. I don't know what the YouTube channel is, so I would say go to VinnyTheBooch.com, my website, scroll down to the bottom. If there's new episodes of D-Shap in the morning, you can check them out there, and hopefully at some point we'll have Derek Shapiro back on the show, and we'll talk more about his YouTube channels and figure out where to find him. So I apologize for not being able to plug any of Derek's stuff. In case any of Derek's fans are listening and they think that I'm not being respectful, it's that I don't fucking know where to look, and I haven't had time to talk to him. So on that note, uh, I also want to mention real quick that, uh, as you know, I mentioned that uh, there's a season four Fuller House review that was part of the whole, um, you know, contortion. What I'm going to be doing is um, I think the next time I have to post some classic stuff up here, I'm probably going to be posting uh, all of the Fuller House reviews. But I'm still trying to decide whether or not uh, I want to post them as separate tracks like they were before or if I'm going to combine them into one track. Uh, It depends on how long the uh, segments are and whether or not I can make that work. If I can, I'll put them all on one track. If not, then I will have to figure out another method. Because I know with uh, Anchor, the limit is I can only go up to three hours minimum and then it cuts off. So I have to uh, figure all of that out. So they might come out in separate tracks. They might come out on one track. But either way, the Fuller House review will be up here on the Boochcast. All five reviews I'm going to put up. Also, if I'm able to, I will try my best to do an NXT recap this week. I'll probably do uh, two or three weeks worth of recapping in one episode. Uh, My goal is to hopefully be able to do that Tuesday night. We'll see what happens with my schedule. And I'm also, if all goes according to plan, the broke soulless ginger Zach Scott will be able to join me. As far as AEW goes, I will get a hold of Elvis and hopefully Elvis will be able to fulfill his obligation. But if AEW doesn't show up, that's on him. If NXT doesn't show up, that's on me. That's the rules going forward with the Boochcast. If you're upset that there's no AEW recap, Elvis is the person you want to give your complaints to. If you're mad that there's no NXT, I'm the person you need to come to and as I mentioned before, I am sorry. We're going to try our best to get everything back on track. It's just that a lot of unexpected shit happened to us. It's life. We're trying to get through it but just know that we care about the Boochcast fans and we want you guys to continue to support our show. Uh, If there's episodes you haven't heard yet, please go back and listen to them. Get yourselves caught up because once we are back, we are going to be hitting the ground running. I promise you that. So if you haven't heard the interview with Del Wilkes, the Patriot, go check that out. Uh, Check out the AEW and NXT recaps we've previously done. Uh, We have some great free-for-all episodes and I've recently posted uh, the first four seasons of Lucifer Review that I did with uh, Desmond and Zach and 
then at a later date, we're going to be doing something special with, uh, we're going to be doing a season five review of Lucifer, uh, here on the Boochcast. And then for the YouTube channel, we're going to do a special video recap of the fine of the sixth and final season. And that will be done by myself, Desmond Dagenhart, who will be making a long overdue return to the show because he has been fucking gone forever. And of course, the broke soulless ginger, Zach Scott, will be joining as well. So on that note, I thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, and Google Podcasts. Pick your favorite hosting site, follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. I recently posted an episode of the male soap opera moment up there for you guys to check out as well as other great content that you can always, always, always have access to. Also, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos from the show. Also, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out all our content. We have episodes of Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring. We also have our D&D one-shot, our archived watch parties, funny skits, and plenty of more content coming soon. So hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified so you never miss all the new content coming, including new episodes of Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring. We're going to be hitting up the ones that have shown up thus far. We've got the Brian Pillman videos coming soon. We've got Nick Gage coming soon, Collision in Korea, The Ultimate Warrior, The Smith Family, The Dynamite Kid, The Plane Ride from Hell, The Double Life of Chris Canyon, um, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, Johnny K9, XPW, all coming soon to the YouTube channel. So make sure you guys go to the Boochcast YouTube channel, subscribe now, check out the videos that are up there, and be ready for the new ones that will drop. Also, make sure you guys are following us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Sunday, November 21st for WWE Survivor Series. That's right. We're going to be getting together for the Survivor Series on Sunday, November 21st. Mark the day on your calendar. Make sure you join us live on Twitch. Also, be prepared for our Boochcast D&D show uh, which we'll, we will be having a special name for the show. I'm trying to come up with one. I seem to get together with the team. Uh, our goal is to hopefully get it done. We're supposed to be starting it this month. Unfortunately, the team and I have not been able to sit down and set an actual date yet, so we are still hoping to do this in October. We've been plugging it like crazy. Uh, like I said, all of us have had a lot of unexpected shit come our way this month. There's been a lot of drama, and trust me, when the time is right, I will be able to talk about it. Elvis will be able to talk about it, and as we know, we still need to wait for uh, John, his fiance, uh, to say their I do's and go on their honeymoon, and then when they come back, we can get this D&D show underway because we are so excited to bring it to you. These characters, this campaign, how fun it's going to be. We also have a big special surprise coming. We can't reveal what it is still, but when we do, it will blow your fucking minds. And finally, make sure you guys support the Boochcast. Become a supporter by going to anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the show and support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We're going to have prizes for each level coming soon. I know I keep saying that, but it's the truth. We're going to figure it out, but you can still contribute now and we will give you the prize later, but if you'd rather wait till we announce the prize 
prizes, then that's fine as well. Uh, we have three different levels. The first level is you can contribute to the show for 99 cents per month. That's the first level. Just give 99 cents per month and you can help us keep the Boochcast going. Also, go to the second level. Uh, we have $4.99 per month, the same amount of money you would normally pay for a Peacock subscription. You can bring here to the Boochcast. We got better content than the Peacock anyway, especially since you guys tend to hate Peacock when it comes to wrestling pay-per-views. And finally, we have the final level, which is $9.99 per month. The amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription, you can now bring to the Boochcast and contribute it here. You got nowhere to put the $9.99 because it's no longer available in the States. Take that money, bring it over here. We got better content than the network anyway. And the money you guys give us is going to help grow this show. All of it goes back into the show in some capacity. We upgrade our equipment. We can use it to bring in bigger name guests. We can uh, pay the bills. It allows me to take care of all the guys who work really hard behind the scenes. So if you got a favorite co-host who believe and you believe they deserve to be paid for their hard work, this is how you make it happen by going to anchor.fm slash the boochcast slash support. It also helps us to uh, feed Zach ramen noodles and get him laid. You have the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. So go to anchor.fm slash the boochcast slash support and support this show. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. A la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again.